재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Welcome back to Koreascape TBS EFM 101.3 One of the innovations in our new season is uh, at this time every week we're trying to bring you the good life. In other words, the subjects, the pursuits, the habits that we think it's important and many people think it's important to form and to pursue to have a truly good life in the the old sense of sound mind, sound body, uh, that kind of thing. So it's experimental, but we're going to be rotating in experts. Some of them are familiar voices, as you'll hear today. Some of them are brand new voices uh, from all ranges of human activity, martial arts, uh, beauty, you name it. We're going to be pursuing lots of different aspects of the good life. But We have with us now our Korean medical doctor, Yesul Jennifer Lee, as we have heard her before. Hello, Jennifer. Good morning. So this part kind of stays the same. We're going to talk about traditional wisdom and pursuing yeah. health based on, you know, about a thousand years or so mm -hmm. of Korean wisdom. We were just talking about Jim Jobangs in the first segment. Yes, it was so interesting. Did you? Yeah, <laughs> do you I like have, Jim Jobangs? Actually, it's very few. I've actually... You've been a few. Yeah. Yeah. I really like it when I can get to one, mm -hmm. but uh, you really do need a good chunk of time. Yeah. Not just for the for the fact of going into the mm -hmm. sauna and all that stuff, but kind of the, the rest and maybe right. a little sleep and get into a, one of those massage recliners and so on. Right. I think the peak point of Jinjilbang itself is really the entertainment where you, where you get to hang out with your family and your friends. Exactly. With the sheep head towels that you just talked about. <laughs> you all look <laughs> equally silly, so you can have a good laugh. And I, I get the feeling it's like a giant shared outsourced living room that everybody's kind of hanging out in. Mm -hmm. But one of the sort of knock-on effects that can come with Jimjubangs and sauna, uh, especially if you push your limits, is dizziness. I think we've all felt that momentary set of, a kind of sense of dizziness when we stand up from being in a hot tub or that kind of thing. That's not that big of a deal, but sometimes dizziness can be a sign of something much more ominous, right? Right. So when we think about Jim Dilbang itself, there are some studies that show that it is really effective for your body. For example, removing heavy metals, um, chemicals, and antibiotics. Studies do show that, but a lot of people do tend to forego the fact that A lot of jinjinbang or too long sauna can also cause dizziness. And some dizziness can be uh, defined as lightheadedness or a feeling of wooziness. But others can also feel like vertigo, meaning you really can't move or walk properly because the movement or the object around you seem like it's moving around you, basically. Dizziness in brief is um, just momentary a momentary shortfall of blood mm -hmm. supply to the brain isn't is that basically it well there are different causes of dizziness one is basically of course hypotension or lack of blood supplies uh, the others for example is allergies and also there are There are inner ear disorders okay. that are very common. Inner ear disorders are basically what is representative for vertigo that I just talked about, where mm. your surroundings are basically moving. Uh, okay, so something's wrong with your equilibrium. It may not have anything exactly. to do with blood supply or blood flow, mm -hmm. but something in your inner ear is going a little weird. Yeah, so in the beginning of the diagnosis, Diagnostics when it comes to uh, dizziness patients, we ask them how it feels when you have your dizziness. For example, does it feel that you, you're oozy, you feel lightheaded, or you really feel you have a hard time walking because your surroundings are moving? So there are two different categories, and causes are differentiated, actually, by the symptoms. 
Okay, so walk us through some causes. Um, one is like I just talked about hypotension, lack of blood supply. Uh-huh. Also, illnesses such as flu or colds, um, dehydration can also cause severe dizziness. Um, very deep or rapid breathing or hyperventilation can also cause lightheadedness. Um, there's also, of course, anxiety and stress, and also use of tobacco or alcohol. So these all aforementioned um, causes really cause lightheadedness. On the other hand, there is vertigo, which is um, The feeling of everything moving around you caused mainly by inner ear disorders such as BPPV, what we call BPPV, and also Menias disease, and also there is migraine, and also lack of blood supplies into the arteries. So you're saying there's some inherent, there are some inherent inner ear disorders that just, along with that comes um, loss of uh, equilibrium. Yes. That so sounds rare. Is that rare? It's Not as rare as you might think, actually. It's pretty common. Many people do feel it, and many people do come to the clinic with the symptoms, but actually a lot of the patients really overlook their symptoms because they don't really know what's happening to them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so this inner ear disorder is something like uh, your calcium particles inside your inner ear that's in the wrong part of your inner ear. That's really causing the troubles with your equilibrium. Your your inner ear is kind of like a like a gimbal or a stabilizer, mm-hmm. right? And so if uh, or, or maybe a boat, if too much of the 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 weight is packed to one side, right. you're, it'll like lean to one side, mm-hmm. right? Is that kind of a good metaphor for thinking about your inner ear? Exactly. Yes, I think that that's a very good metaphor for understanding what inner ear does to you. So mm-hmm. if a wrong car- calcium particle is in the wrong part of your inner ear, that would mean that your boat is tilted to your one boat side. Boat is tilted. Mm-hmm. Little teeny tiny boat that affects so much of your equilibrium. Okay, so I mean, we we've all related to that uh, stress and anxiety cause of dizziness, right? I mm-hmm. mean, if you've had a couple of cups of coffee and you have to do a presentation for right. a room full of people, mm-hmm. very common to feel a little bit of a um, a dizzy spell. Right, and for instance, if you're dehydrated, uh, one example is if you've been drinking too much coffee instead of water, uh-huh. and many people do feel dehydrated, even though they don't really recognize the symptom of dehydration. Another is also um, stress, like you just talked about, where you feel very anxious, and you might also feel angry, which really might cause this dizziness. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. if you get in an online fight. Have you ever gotten into <laughs> an online fight with some troll out there, and you can almost feel yourself going dizzy? because, you know, they they egg you on. (laughs) At least I have. Maybe that's (laughs) too much information from Kurt or something. Um, Why don't we just contextualize this in Korean medicine? Um, Mm -hmm. What does, say, the Dongai Bogam or some equally old source of Korean medical wisdom have to say about dizziness? Um, It's so interesting if you think about the text from Korean medicine and how they define the dizziness because they actually divided this into six kinds of dizziness. And they really uh, related this with different causes. For example, wind, which is basically related to stroke and also with flu. Another thing is heat and phlegm. We talked about phlegm very much. And congestion of qi, I think you can pretty much imagine what congestion of qi would be like. And I wasn't also, aware qi could be congested. Um, it would mean, for example, if your qi is being circulated around your body and all of a sudden this congestion of qi makes your circulation basically blocked on one side. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And another is deficiency, mainly with uh, blood supply and also, or lastly, dampness. 
Did, did you say deaf, dampness? Yes, dampness. Oh, you said deafness. I was, oh, wow, sorry. that's an advanced <laughs> cause. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. so there you go. That's a list of uh, sort of what Korean medicine associates. Let, let's focus in on uh, Chi for just a moment. You said when Chi gets congested, sort mm-hmm. of between your eyes, is that what you said? Yeah, for example, there is a congestion of Chi. Uh, so basically, Chi really circulates your body, for example, to upwards and downwards. It's basically circulating into a whole giant, whole giant circle around your body. But when your Chi have, uh, tr- has trouble going downwards, for instance, uh, your lower part of your body basically starts to have this lack of supply when in in terms of chi and that will also mean for example if you try to divide your body into half it would be some somewhere at the bottom of your chest Mm -hmm. right so at the bottom part of your body for instance would be lack of digestion so indigestion and also a lack of energy in the body for example fatigue age due to age also of course and lack of blood meaning hypotension which really is also related to orthostatic hypotension uh, for instance when you start to wake uh, stand up very rapidly or mm-hmm. quickly then you really feel uh, suddenly very dizzy do you have have you ever experienced that before of course mm-hmm. yeah if you stand up too quickly especially right. or if you're lying a lot of koreans sleep on the floor mm-hmm. and if you get up too quickly that's right. a very sudden change in and that's a very big movement For instance, Mm. if you're in the morning waking up and all of a sudden you wake up very suddenly into a lying down from lying down position to a standing up position, right? Easy to feel dizzy. In Mm -hmm. a perfect world, your chi is moving upward and downward at a steady static rate all the time. Yeah, basically. Uh, well, there is also difference, uh, differences due to, for, for instance, mood and also different, uh, well, metabolism, for instance, food. Okay. Right? But, uh, Different when foods will require more chi right, in your instance, lower. Yes. For half. instance, if you have trouble digesting more food, then your chi will mainly focus on your digestive system, meaning there will be lack of supply circulating around your, re- your part of your body that's other than your digestive system. We can loosely correlate chi. With circulation, I mean, I know it's not a one-to-one thing across the board. Yeah, but in a sense, I agree with you because it's very similar in a way, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it also takes into account sort of mm-hmm. electrical and nervous energy mm-hmm. uh, and impulses. Right. There is also this impulses and energy and, for instance, mood as well. Um, I can relate this with, for instance, qi going upwards mm. because there will be qi going upwards from the bottom part of your body to, for instance, to your chest and your head. And that really gives you energy to pump blood from the heart throughout the body and also with your uh, heat and congestion of qi if it goes wrong. So that will also cause migration, my, migraine and also uh, dizziness. One very big example uh, with um, this chi going upwards and causing dizziness would be stroke. Aha, uh-huh. okay. Yes. Too much chi mm-hmm. going upwards. Exactly. Okay. And also there is also um, mild cases of dizziness, for instance, uh, diff- due to flu and also uh, infection. All right. Mm-hmm. That's fair enough. Um, so... Uh, when we talk about analyzing a patient in your Korean medicine clinic mm-hmm. who's experiencing dizziness spells, uh, are you right. trying to figure out whether their chi is flowing too slowly upward or 
too quickly down? Or? Uh, yes, we usually uh, try to see their uh, faces, their tongue and their pulse to diagnose what really is the problem with this dizziness, uh, dizzy patient. Um, and we first try to categorize this patient into severe and mild cases. Okay. So severe cases will be... Uh, Patients with uh, symptoms, additional symptoms such as sudden or severe headache, and they might be uh, experiencing sudden and ongoing vomiting. Mm. And they also might feel that they have a hard time speaking compared to before. And also they might have problem with their vision or hearing. And also some people actually complain of stumbling very often or their sensation on their faces or half part of their body. These sound like incredibly alarming symptoms. This sounds like a person yes. on the verge of a stroke. Uh, yes, exactly. And also they might also feel chest pain or irregular heart rate. Yeah. But these symptoms, although if you hear about it, they are very severe They are also the symptoms that many people forego. So they actually ignore that they're having these symptoms and they really go on there with their daily lives. So if somebody experiences these symptoms fairly frequently, there's probably some systemic reason behind it, like they're drinking too much coffee or they got too much stress and anxiety exactly. or whatever. Uh, and they have to make sort of a change across the arc of their lives. But if they want to deal with the symptoms right then and there in mm -hmm. some way, Right. What, what would you say they should do? Well, one would be um, very deep and slow breath. Okay. Um, that would be one example. And also, for instance, tea instead of coffee, something that's decaffeinated because you really have to. Sometimes if you're too stressed out, too much caffeine can really go in the way. And also, um, there are symptoms that many people overlook, which, uh, for instance, is a very stiff neck. So that's a lot of people have this stiff neck, don't they? And they actually, and they sometimes have shortness of breath, but they don't really recognize that they're having this shortness of breath because they usually sit down and they really uh, breathe very deeply, right? Most people don't really know how to breathe. Exactly. Right? That's also very <laughs> I mean, true. you know, it sounds ridiculous to say, but most of us are so focused on whatever it is, the latest smartphone distraction or this, you know, presentation we have to make, we're breathing out of the sort of the very tippy top of our chest rather mm -hmm. than using the whole diaphragm. Mm -hmm. uh, and all of these sort of meditation experts and yoga experts out there will tell you to uh, breathe from your diaphragm, right. in inflate your entire lungs. Mm -hmm. Most people don't do that automatically. Exactly. That's one of the reasons why they don't really recognize their symptoms when they're having one. Yeah. And um, so if you, one, one thing that I suggest to patients who are feeling that they're dizzy or mostly lightheaded, uh, try to breathe very deeply and see what your symptoms are like. For, for instance, try to look into your body and see where it really feel stiff and hard. Um, one is very stiff neck and shoulders, and one will be uh, shortness of breath. And maybe you might feel this kind of blockage or very mild pain around your chest, which really might be a sign of something more severe. One with dizziness is that um, although the symptoms of dizziness itself might be very mild, you might feel very mild, but the sign itself may be uh, indicating something more severe. With dizziness, if it's all, uh, rather uh, mild cases, it actually feels very severe. For instance, uh, with vertigo, you really can't really stand at all. So you really feel that your symptoms are very severe, but actually they might be the ones that's very mild in terms of severity. 
a lot of these sort of uh, quantified self programs where you wear something on your wrist and you follow your mm-hmm. heartbeat and all that, mm-hmm. they recommend once an hour, and mm-hmm. they'll you can program it to cue you yeah. once an hour or even more often, mm-hmm. get up and walk, like just even around the room or up yeah. a flight of stairs and back down, mm-hmm. um, because you will you'll literally just kind of coalesce if you sit at a desk six to eight hours a day and mm-hmm. only move once or twice. I completely agree because if you try to move your position a little bit, that will also help you tremendously with your blood circulation. Mm. And for instance, with, from the perspective of Korean medicine, qi circulation as well. Mm. So um, one thing I also suggest is massage, mild massage with your, your hands. You can just Uh, softly make your hand round like this and try to hit wherever that feels stiff. For instance, the back of your legs, your back, and also your neck. Who is against a good massage every now and mm-hmm. then? I think that's a great uh, suggestion. Get up and move because literally if you sit for too long, your muscles will start to harden and that will have, have effect on your breathing as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you haven't brought up my favorite uh, Korean medicine word yet, which is meridians. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you want to tell me about how meridians play into this? <laughs> um, actually, it is very interesting to think about dizziness and the uh, role of meridians with this because uh, different meridians pass through the neck and your head. And basically, they are all involved in different uh, types of dizziness. And with this uh, different types of meridians, for instance, we try to see where in your neck or shoulders feel stiff. For instance, does it your, is it your sides or your back? And also, some people might also have... have headaches around their forehead. They might also feel that their head is uh, painful around their their tip of their head at the very top. Some people actually feel that their head is, uh, they have headaches at the back of their head. I don't think I've ever experienced a tip of the head. Oh, really? Headache. Is that a meridian up there? Yes, there is a meridian up there. And also, actually, a lot of different meridians pass through the tip of your head. But but, uh, we try to relate this uh, different part of your head and dizziness and headache with different meridians and try to relate them to acupuncture treatment, for instance. Is there anything seasonal about this whole uh, dizziness question? I mean, um, yes, uh, with BPPV, one, uh, inner ear infection that I just talked, uh, inner ear disorders that I talked about is mo- mostly common around this time of season, around where when the season is changing, for instance, suddenly to uh, lower temperatures. And also with infection, with, for instance, uh, inner ear infections can also cause dizziness. And common cold or diarrhea viruses can also cause temporary vertigo. And there is also even a term also called uh, dandy syndrome, isn't that? Dandy's syndrome. syndrome. Yes. What is that? It's a, a feeling of everything bouncing up and down due to this um, antibiotic that's toxic to the ear. But people don't really recognize these antibiotics until they take it. Dandy's syndrome. You feel like everything. I don't ever want to get that, but I'm curious what that feels like, I that the whole world is bouncing. I think the term itself is very cute. <laughs> It is a very cute thing yeah. for a very nasty little affliction. Exactly. And this just seasonally, it's a time when, I mean, I could tell just on the train this morning, mm-hmm. three or four people sneezing uncontrollably because yes. of the temperature and the, the cold change. Mm-hmm. They were probably hot all night and then came out into the cold. Right. So the, just the natural tendency to be to catch colds and flu mm-hmm. is going to put people a little more at risk of this kind of dizziness. Exactly. 
So it's all about temperature management. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to these meridians, when we, when we come back to the meridians, um, for instance, abnormal sensations on your face, such as feeling of a worm moving on your skin. Have you ever tried, uh, felt that before? Uh, the sensation of a worm moving on my skin? Yeah, for instance, you feel very numb and you feel that there is a... You, you don't really feel your hand is yours anymore or you're I'm happy with your face. I'm fairly grateful for being able to say that I've not experienced that. <laughs> I mean, I've had my hand fall asleep and yeah. have it go numb, but mm-hmm. I've never uh, quite had that much of, of an issue. Yeah, so many people actually feel that and that can also mean something severe as well as something mild. If you have symptoms, for instance, um, a sudden dizziness or... Um, Um, this abnormal sensations, you better go to your clinic and see your doctor what really this means. Um, it can also mean numbness of your facial muscles, meaning paralysis on your half of your face. And also it could mean um, something more severe, such as stroke. What was the name of that? Uh, something palsy, right? When yes. half your face goes numb for yes. a while. Bell's palsy. Bell's palsy. Mm-hmm. That sounds absolutely terrifying. It's mm-hmm. a lot of the uh, sort of symptoms of a stroke. Mm-hmm. But not quite as severe as a stroke, right? Yes. It's very temporary. That's what, what, one thing that's very relieving when it comes to this uh, facial paralysis. And it's, uh, so it really goes away uh, from two weeks to about three months. Yeah. Although I have to admit three months is quite long, but it really goes away compared to stroke. I had a friend who was a correspondent who was afflicted with that. Mm-hmm. And you could literally see... In his on-camera work, you know, just the side of the face was significantly changed. Um, And he had to just press on and get through it. Mm. But yeah. It it must have been very hard. Yeah. Yeah. It was was tough for him and his family. Dizziness, don't ignore it. And if it is a recurring symptom, then it's time to get into your Korean medicine doctor. We've got one here every week and we'll be talking about, or every month. You're going to come in once a month now, Jennifer. Mm -hmm. I look forward to our conversations. Thank you very much for coming in. Thank you.